let's start today by talking about the vaccine passport. That's really all we're going to talk about today. I really want to focus on this. I think it's going to be a long enough topic uh, that I think everybody is going to have an opinion, of course. But first, roll the intro. All right. Thank you for coming back for another episode of the JTH show. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the vaccine passport, right? Because, well, for one, it's all over the news. And if you haven't heard about it for whatever reason, uh, we have an article here um, from ABC7 that says, what is a vaccine passport and how would it be used? So, essentially, the article goes out to outline that uh, as Chicago opens the COVID uh, vaccine to more people Monday, the federal government is working behind the scenes on a quote vaccine passport. This vaccine passport is the idea. You have a document that states you have been vaccinated against COVID-19 and would allow you to access what, um, used to be called normal life said Craig, uh, Klungman, a professor at DePaul university college of science and health. Having a vaccine passport could be used to give you access to sports and entertainment venues, restaurants, travel, just to name a few. The state of New York already launched a nation's or the nation's first vaccine passport last Friday. It works by showing a barcode on your phone or a printout to prove that you've been vaccinated. While there are 17 apps, 17 apps, okay, being developed in the United States, Klungman said there should be a universal one used worldwide. Uh, he added that uh, if the World Health Organization, the WHO, as some people know it, came out with an app that would be recognized all over the world, that would make it easier for all of us, he added. So, you know, to me, I'll start off real quick with my remarks over this, and then we'll jump into what Josh Josh thinks, right? So, in, in my opinion, this is uh, exactly what some people feared. Um, I don't know at this point, I think this might've been probably a year ago. Yeah. It feels like it or so, you know, when, when the pandemic was, you know, definitely established as a pandemic, you know, around May probably, uh, or April, you know, when people are saying, oh, you know, what's going to happen now again, this is, and I'm not talking about the beginning. Once they established that we were in a pandemic, there was all these, you know, rumors at the time saying, Hey, when we do have a vaccine or, or, or when something is rolled out, some type of medication, are they going to start basically asking that it be part of your vaccination card? Now, I'm not sure in the UK, Josh, I know in the US and in Mexico, you do have a type of like a card that you, or that the doctors fill out every single time you get a vaccine as a child, right? Or as you get older, even in your teenage years, right? And it just shows here in the US, we use it to even enroll our kids in school. Now, people were wondering, hey, is that something that's going to have to be added to those cards? Later on, I remember, and I'm going to say I covered it. I, we talked, I talked about uh, a sort of like a rumor that people were saying because of um, something that occurred with like Ticketmaster, where Ticketmaster right. was basically saying, hey, we might require for you to show, or for people, right, for attendees to show proof that they had the vaccination. At the time, I expressed that it was, it was nonsense, you know, that people... In, at least in my opinion, I didn't see any any venue that was worth me getting vaccinated just to go see 
any artists, right? And I thought it was this, this nonsense. It was going to create problems not only at the door. Uh, it was going to create problems, you know, with with people that have their reservations over vaccines. I'm not a no vaxer. I am not a no vaxer. I'll leave that very clear. I've said that before. However, I'm also not one of those people that will rush to the to the or try to get to the front of the line to get this vaccine done on me, right? It's just because of you know my silo, if you may, right? Because I do live in my own bubble. I am always home. Like 90% of the time, I am home, right? So I don't feel the need to run and to get in line, right? Now, when we get it, it is very likely, right? But again, I don't know. That's just my take. And I think this is going to create more problems than it really is going to solve. But, you know, that's my take on it. Well, I think uh, what he said about having a universal passport, a universal, like for the whole world, if everyone has to have some kind of universal vaccine passport, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. When we start talking about 17 independent companies doing their own, that's when you start to think like, hmm, okay, yeah. The only thing that's going to win at the end of the day is da -da -da -da, capitalism. Gavin. Yep. Yep. <laughs> data. That's data. The, that's the only thing that's going to win from this, right? Yeah. Data. I mean, uh, you know, one of the one of the biggest things that people that I've seen in these in comments say is this is just going to give uh, give these companies, seven, you know, especially the 17 that I mentioned and probably more to come, the ability to to grab data. Right. And resell that data and saying, you know, hey, an example, we have John or Jonathan or Josh uh, registered a date of birth, a, you know, obviously the age, um, sex, uh, we have what else address. I mean, just tons of data points, right. That they'll be able to sell. Now, will some, uh, safeguard your privacy is, you know, blah, 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 maybe, but like Josh said, capitalism, right? Like it's, it's all over this, right? So with one universal, would that be better than 17? Yes. Because I am not, and I think I've mentioned it before as well. I'm not a fan of the credit system we have here in the U S right. It's, it's a disaster. Uh, we have three credit bureaus who are privately owned. They can change and they don't have to disclose their algorithm of how or whatever formula they have to grade you right on this credit system. And then you have all these banks and, and lenders that use data from these credit companies, which then these, these alleged, you know, uh, credit bureaus that are supposed there are supposed to be there for the people really just sell your data over and over, like over and over and over. I get, you know, all these offers directly sometimes from Expedia or TransUnion. It's, it's all capitalism, right? And it comes down to, to the data and how they manipulate it. And what happens with the credit systems, at least here in the U S you can go to one lender and they'll look at all three credit bureaus, all three different scores, by the way, or some lenders will be like, oh, we're only, we're only going to be looking at this lender, which makes a disaster out of everything because then the consumer gets frustrated because you're like, okay, well, how can I improve my credit overall? Well, Expedia, you can do it this way. TransUnion, you can do it this way, whatever. My point is, I feel that this is going to be something very similar with these so-called vaccine passports, right? Uh, or applications uh, that ultimately might be looking to gain even even more information, connect you with your Facebook, connect you with their social media, uh, connect you with work. You bet your bottom dollar that some of these applications are not just there or putting all this money and effort into developing one app for one purpose, one vaccine. Hell no, right? They're going to want to pitch it to employers. 
and say, Hey, have your employees get this application. And then I'm going to pair up with uh, Moderna or, or Pfizer. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's all, it's all in the, in the money. And, and by the way, what happens, what happens? We have another article here. What happens with something like this? Boom, right there. So what happens when we have, um, like this article states here from uh, CNBC, mutations could render current COVID vaccines ineffective in, in, or I'm sorry, ineffective in a year or less. You know, epidemiologist, epidemiologist, whatever, Warren, right? This was published today. So this goes hand in hand with what we're saying here that the vaccines that all these, all these uh, companies are developing could become ineffective. Furthermore, defeating the whole purpose of a passport that they're already making a big deal, right? There's already a lot of hesitation. So the article, by the way, goes on to say some key points like mutations of the coronavirus could render current vaccines ineffective within a year, according to a survey of experts in 28 countries. So no, this is not just a few doctors in the U.S. or a few doctors in Mexico or the U.K. You know, they surveyed people in 28 different countries. Of those surveys, almost a third gave a time frame of nine months or less. Fewer than one in eight said they believed that mutations would never render the current vaccine ineffective. So, yes, obviously, like in any expert circles, there's going to be a split, right? Uh, a division between what, you know, what each uh, expert believes. But there is at least a large uh, agreement consensus that this new vaccine would become ineffective. So what happens then? Are we going to be adding four to five vaccines to this passport? So now you're going to want to go to a, 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 uh, I don't know, a soccer game, a concert. And it's like, Ooh, you have two of the four. Sorry. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I completely agree with you. And I just remembered something as well. I actually know someone who cannot actually get, I think, a specific type of thing she's allergic. They, they physically cannot have it because they, I can't remember what exactly it is, but they can't have it because, you know, right. they could have a potentially fatal allergic reaction. So what happens in that case as well? Yeah. I mean, are they going to be denied entrance to all these venues or yeah. to all, you know, exactly. to essentially, so as the article them. said, normal life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it, normal life, by the way, you know, I like how, how they, how they phrase it here in the article. What does that even mean? I mean, for a lot of, a lot of us, we've made the current situation somewhat normal already. We've had to, right? A lot of us have already figured out a way to just make this the new normal in the sense of working from home, getting maybe your food delivered, right? Yes. You go out once in a while, but I mean, I don't know that I need to make concerts and, and venues, period, my normal, right? Does it mean that I will never want to attend a venue? Yes. But I, I at least personally, I don't know about you, Josh, but I am okay with waiting, wait, waiting it out a little longer, right? If it means not having to be registered, registered with one of these 17 apps and, and proving to people at the door, the bouncer at the door or whatever, the guards, that I that I have this vaccine, right? Now by the way, you also have people like obviously in almost every topic on the left and the right having, you know, blowing things out of proportion for this. We're going to go a little, you know, into a little bit into what 
Scarborough, and those of you guys that don't know him, he's a, a, a news commentator, really a political commentator is what he does, um, you know, and what he thinks people in America are stupid because of this whole, for, for fighting against the vaccine. So let's watch a little bit of that video. It's not very long. For those of you guys listening on the podcast, I'm just going to play a video uh, located on Rumble. Uh, you know, you'll, you can hear in the background. It's very clear. Of a possible fourth wave. You know, it's interesting, Mickey. He had to say in there that it's not political. It's not political. It's not political. Here, it's science. Here we, we are with over half a million people dead. And, you know, we, we heard from Dr. Burks this weekend talking about how after the first 100,000, if they had done a better job, if Donald Trump had not been so resistant, they they would have been able to save so many lives. And here we are, Willie. Uh, I'm now <laughs> I'm now hearing lunatics, and I call them lunatics, yeah. uh, that are now, uh, of course, still pushing back on the mask. But now we're saying that if we somehow uh, have something that identifies us as having a vaccine that we're, we're like part of Satan or the mark of the day. Like yeah. the idiocy, our, our Nazi Germany, like the idiocy is just beyond us. They're acting recklessly and irresponsibly. They're being stupid. They're following conspiracy theories. They're following a failed uh, a, a game show host uh, and, and or a reality TV host. So I'm going to stop it there. He's talking about Trump, right? He's making this about Trump. It's not about effing Trump. Like, screw the guy. He's out of office. Let's move on from Trump, right? He's in this again. This just came out on the 30th. This is not like an old uh, broadcast. Like, this is brand new, right? He's already calling people stupid because they have their reservations over the vaccine. Like you just said, by the way, there are people that legitimately can't get it because they're allergic. They're not, mm -hmm. they're not being stupid. They are being cautious because they know that if they take a vaccine, they could die, right? Mm -hmm. It's just dealing in absolutes. Like a lot of these, you know, media figures mm -hmm. get, you know, dealing now. Oh, if you don't take it, again, you just heard it. You're stupid. You're you're following conspiracies. What are you talking about, man? Like, so the government comes out, or anybody, period. You know, any of these uh, corporations come out and said, "Here's a vaccine." It, it, you expect everybody to what fight each other just to just to take it. You can't accept that there's going to be people that will, yes, take it. And then there will be people that will say, you know what? I'll take it later. You see what I'm saying? But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sorry, that was uh, Mr. Scarborough talking in the middle, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, this, this guy, I think it's kind of ironic, right? Because he's been talking a lot of crap about Donald Trump and, you know, how much of a dumb person he is when in actuality, he's done exactly what Donald Trump has done. And that's polarizing people. The moment you call someone an idiot or a dumbass or a conspiracy nut or something like that, how do you think they are going to do exactly the opposite of what you want? Because well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't really like being called an idiot or a conspiracy nut or yeah. any of the above. Yeah. Let's have a conversation instead of saying, I'm right, I'm God, I know everything. Talk to these people, change their minds. Don't be so... I, I, now I'm going to be guilty of doing the same thing to him, okay? So. Yeah.
please think more carefully before you say what you are saying, particularly to so many people on live TV. Please be more careful. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to this, man. Like, uh, respecting people's choices, right? Uh, if someone is, you know, I, I know there's limits. If someone's like, um, uh, uh, not, you know, well, I will say this, uh, uh, never vaxxer and they're not believers of this pandemic and they're out there being, they're out there being reckless. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and condone that and say, yeah, you know what? That's, that's, that, you know, no, absolutely not. Right. There are, there are safety measures in place. This pandemic is real. All right. Mm -hmm. Whether you think it came out of an animal you know, and naturally transmitted over to a human, or some people believe it came out of a lab. Listen, at the end of the day, at this, this far in the game, it doesn't matter. It's real. It's out there. People have passed away, right? People have lost loved ones. So that should not be in question. People need to be careful when it comes to interacting out there in the world right now, right? But there are limits. There is a balance, right? And 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 trying to make everybody just get in line because you have a a strict belief. Again, I I I just said it. It doesn't mean I'm never gonna take the the, the vaccine. I'm not saying that, right? Uh, I think eventually it is something that we are going to take. But I'm not running to the front of the line, right? And for that reason, I'm not stupid, right? Because I'm not again trying to cut in the line there just because oh Scarborough Scarborough whatever his name is. Things I'm stupid. Now we have other things happening, by the way, with with this whole thing, and that is Biden trying to get gov the governors to roll back the the mask mandates, right? So in the another a different article, uh, actually this is a video as well. Biden calls for mask mandates to be reinstated, and let's let's hear a little bit of what he says there real quickly. It's just a minute and twenty seconds, and then uh, we'll go back to commenting. I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader to maintain and reinstate the mask mandate. Please, this is not politics. Reinstate the mandate if you let it down. And business should require masks as well. The failure to take this virus seriously, precisely what got us in this mess in the first place, risk more cases and more deaths. deaths. Look, as I do my part to accelerate the vaccine distribution and vaccinations, I need the American people to do their part as well. Mask up. Mask up. It's a patriotic duty. It's the only way we ever get back to normal. To cheer together in stadiums full of fans. To gather together on holidays again safely. Go to graduations, weddings. Third, I announced on March 11th, I direct every state, territory, and tribe to open up their vaccinations to all adults no later than May 1. I issued that order because moving beyond priority groups to enable all adults to get vaccinated is critical to having a July 4th is closer to normal. So we're not going to have a normal 4th of July. I don't know. I don't know why he's not the only one to be fair that I, that I hear that from, like, for, it's just like the whole, I don't know if you remember this, by the way, the whole Trump thing, by Easter, mm. this whole thing will be gone. It's like, stop downplaying it. Like for someone that critiqued Trump for so long, right. As, as, as Biden, when he was running, you're doing the exact same BS. This is not going to be done. 
We're not going to be all green by the 4th of July. It's unrealistic, right? And you're setting up those expectations and all people are hearing, even if he didn't mean it like that, even if he meant it, like we'll be in a better position this, you know, which he didn't say that he said, you know, he is effectively saying, oh, it'll be gone. What he's doing, I think, if anything, is stirring the pot, which I, I insist it feels eerily similar to what Trump used to do, right? Putting on these unrealistic expectations on people. Now, when it comes to when it comes to what could happen in the near future, with this whole situation of the double mask, mask, the COVID vaccine, I honestly believe. You need to, you need to let, you need to let it up to, you need to let, you need to leave it up to people, right? Mandates, man, do not work. You create more hostilities, more fights, more problems, you know, maybe not in his little nice overall office, but in the streets you do, right? Here's the way I look at it, man. All right. This is my opinion. I still go out here in Texas. We don't have a mask mandate anymore. Okay. Like the governor, governor Abbott came out and said, Basically, everything goes back to normal. I don't believe that's right. When I, even even that day that the, the, the lift or the uh, mandate was lifted, I wore a mask, right? Uh, when we go out, we don't go out often. But the time, the, the couple of times that we have gone out since, we, we wear our mask. If we're going to be out and literally like in close, first of all, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a store or something, right? That it's a close environment. And then even more when we're in close proximity to someone else. If we're out, like we went out, I think, um, two, three days ago to get water. Cause we, 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 we don't drink the faucet water. We go out and get water or whatever, right? In the little machine, we were on the open dude, no one around us. Me and my wife didn't, don't, didn't wear a mask. Right. We went out, um, that same day and we got subway. When I went in to order my subway, the people behind the counter had their mask on their employees. And so did I, and I even noticed other patrons walking in with the mask. So it was respected all the way around. And even the whole, you know, distance was still respected, right? Mm -hmm. That is that, that to me makes me feel better that people naturally want to respect it. Right. Then to mm -hmm. instill all these mandates, these passports that people, if anything, it's almost like challenge accepted. You wanted me to get a vaccine and you're going to force me, you're going to force me to get an app. I'm not going to do it. I know it sounds childish, but does, isn't it like that most of the time, dude, right? You force people to do something and they're like, F you, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get I mean, I do, I do see that. I mean, I get what he's trying to do, Biden, with this. I really do. Because, I mean, like, you know, wear a mask. You know, it's just like, it's something so simple that still people don't get. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I guess maybe the situation in El Paso might be a bit different. I guess maybe people might respect it more. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, maybe in larger cities, maybe in like New York, maybe in Los Angeles and stuff like that, where it is a lot more populated, it and people, I think, probably should be mandated to wear a mask in those places because they are so densely populated. I think that, that just makes common sense. But unfortunately, common sense is just not that common anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, and the one one closing point as well, I thought it was quite funny the way that Joe Biden, uh, that's the first time I've heard a president say it just like, come on, guys, please, 
please stop, just wear a mask. I thought that was quite strange, you know, because normally presidents are very, well, at least presidents of the United States are very uh, forthright, very uh, straight up, I guess. I don't know. I, I just wasn't expecting that. Just kind of, please, guys, come on. Pleading with the people. No, they, they used to be. No, you're right. The image I think that you have of, of U.S. presidents, what they used to be, they used to be like that. And you're not the only one who has ever shared that sentiment, you know, saying like, what is happening with your last few presidents? Um, right. I mean, and I think, I think if anything, it shows that they're, they are desperate, right, to, to try to get people to do whatever they, they feel. And that's what I'm saying, that we are at a point where mandates are no longer beneficial. Like I can understand mandates in the past, you know, and I'm talking about not like in the last year, like in the past for anything, right? They were more respected. Like you said yourself right now, coming from a president, it was like, hey, the president said to do this. But over the last year, things have become such a mess between the name calling, between, you know, the childish uh, acts, behavior that these mandates now feel exactly the way you said. It's like people now don't respect them. Right. And they create these hostilities. Now in a place like New York and LA, like you said, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I disagree with you. Sure. Yeah. Like I think in a place like that, maybe restaurants should, should maybe mandate because they are a private business and a private business they had, they, they, you have to do if They say, you know, like a lot of them, I'm not sure if you ever seen them, like they'll put like no shirt, no shoes, no service kind of thing. Um, right. It could be the same thing, you know, like, Hey, in order for you to use our services, right, or, or, or be one of our patrons, we would like you to please wear a mask. You have the choice of walking away and say, you know what? I don't choose to wear a mask. So instead of going, an example, to Burger King, where there's, there's a sign that says, please wear a mask, I'm going to go elsewhere where they're not going to mandate it, right? I think it has to, there are certain things that have to be left up to people. I'm not the biggest people believer, okay? I think people a lot of people make a lot of stupid decisions, but... Um, Coming from the government is what I'm saying. It's what's no longer beneficial. I think it needs to come rather from businesses and businesses need to make their own decisions. Now, can this provoke another outburst? Yeah, it definitely can provoke another outburst. But if you are a person that you don't want to be caught in the crosshairs of these, you know, bursts or whatever they call them of, of cases, don't be around them. You know, like if I know, I don't know, Josh's bar doesn't mandate a mask. Guess what? I'm not going to go to Josh's bar, right? I'm sorry. That's Josh's decision as the, as the owner of the bar. And I'm not going to go there, right? Sorry, Josh. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to basically put my money in your pocket because I don't believe in what you believe as a store owner. Maybe one day when I get the vaccine, maybe one day when all this is over, I'll go back to be one of your patrons. But for now, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to Bob's bar because in Bob's bar, I'll see, I can still get my beer, but for some reason it makes me feel better, even if I'm drinking in public, to wear my mask mm -hmm. and to do like, look, put this, look, and put this, whatever, man. That's my belief, right? So I'm going to go to Bob's bar. I'm not going to go to Josh's bar. A week later, I find out that there was a little burst of cases and coming out of Josh's bar. I'm going to say, hey, good thing I didn't go there. Good thing I wasn't there for that, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying, that it has to be left up to people at this point because coming from the government, it's only going to create problems. Like there's this, uh, I wish I would have got it ready for this video, but you guys can go Google it. There is already a movement dude scheduled for, I don't know, the next week or something for a like big burnout of masks in Florida. 
Yes, Florida, <laughs> of all places. I know, I know, I did, I did the same face. But I was like, all right, whatever, right? What happens there? You have DeSantis, I believe. Actually, that's DeSantis in New York. I, or actually, I'm confusing him. Whatever, the governor there, whatever his name is, saying, oh, um, you know, screw the masks, kind of like Abbott did. And people in Florida are taking it to heart. At the same time, because of spring break, you've had a lot of cases, uh, you know, come up. Guess what? I didn't go to Florida. You see what I'm saying? I didn't go to Florida. I feel bad for them now, but I'm not going to go burn my mask. It's just, I don't know, man. Right. Like we need to let adults be effing adults again. Yeah, it would be great. But just some adults just aren't adults. You know what I mean? They're just yeah. not. That they're, they're not they're not all there. I mean, like some people who make these decisions to follow these movements, like burn the mask, they're obviously not fully functioning people. I'm not going to say they're stupid, but they're not. They're very ill-informed and very easily led. And unless there's someone who can change my mind about that, then I'm going to carry on thinking this way. Yeah. But until I, that day, we'll. And um, I respect it. And yeah. I think this is just more proof, more perfect proof that the United States is uh, run by private companies. Oh, absolutely, dude. We're a big corporation here. Like, you know, I've always said, uh, I know we're getting a little bit off topic, but I've always said that the government, it's like a business in, in and of itself. You know, like it is, it is yeah. like, you know, we can pretend it's not, but the government certainly, at least here, and I can't speak for all world, all world governments, but at least here in the U.S., definitely runs like a business. You know, it just, for sure. I mean, it really does. Look at MAGA. Look at what happened with MAGA. Yeah. Like the red hats. I mean, that, that, that's marketing right there. That's, that's amazing marketing right there. Yeah, you no, it is. I mean? You got to give it to the guy. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, you saw, now you see a red hat and uh, yeah, he accomplished, yeah. right? Oh. You're like, it could be Nike. It could be like, whatever. Yeah, it can say anything else. And you're like, your yeah. eyes just kind of like, whoa, what is, you know, is that a MAGA hat? Yeah. So you're right. It's a great, yeah. it's a great marketing strategy. But anyways, Guys, that's it for today. Um, you know, single topic, but uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a it's a definitely a lengthy topic, and there's a lot more that can be said. Leave your comments down below. Let us know. Hey, JT, Josh, you guys are crazy. This is why. By all means, we would welcome your opinion as long as it's constructive and not insulting. Because if you insult us, Josh and I insult back. Period. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, wanna... no, actually, if you do insult us, do it to our faces. I, yeah, I absolutely. That. Come on the show and say I'm fat to my face. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. That's it for today. Hope you guys enjoy. Please uh, like the video if you're watching here on YouTube. And uh, if you're watching on the podcast, I heard you can actually do like a rating. Give it, give it a five star, whatever you can to help out the show. Any little bit helps. And if you can become a member as well and hit that join button on YouTube, I would be forever grateful. Uh, and until next time. See ya.